Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is God's Ultimate Plan, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today hungry for more of you, ready to receive what you have today, Father. We come with praise and thanksgiving. We know, Father, that your word will not return void. It will accomplish your purpose. So we come ready today in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, we're talking again today about Christianity Simplified as we tend to complicate simple things. The past two days, we talked primarily from the Old Testament about how God created the earth and it was all good. Then he created Adam and Eve and soon after they sinned and gave some earthly dominion to the devil. But thankfully, folks, God had a plan. His plan was and is Jesus. But until Jesus came, the people in the Old Covenant needed to live by rules. But the New Testament is a newer, better covenant, so we get the blessings of both the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Let's start today where we finished yesterday, reading Matthew chapter 5 in the New King James in verse 17. Jesus said, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets, I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Folks, we can't ignore the Old Testament or the New Testament. Jesus just said that he came to fulfill the law and the prophet's words. So now let's talk about God's greatest plan, Jesus, as it came to pass in the New Testament. Demons and Satan tremble at that name of Jesus as they know that salvation and heaven are only in that name And they work hard to get people following other false gods that feel good to the flesh. That is, again, why Satan has put forward many false prophets and religions. Let's read Matthew chapter 24 in the Amplified Bible, verse 11. Many false prophets will appear and mislead many, verse 12. Because lawlessness is increased, the love of most people will grow cold. 13. But the one who endures and bears up under suffering to the end will be saved. Friends, if, if we endure and bear up under suffering to the end, those will be saved. That is what God says. Verse 14, this good news of the kingdom, the gospel, will be preached throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end of the age will come. Folks, the end is coming, but we live in a world now that no matter what you do, it's all okay. Folks don't want to hear about a hell, but it's real and will receive the majority of mankind for eternity. Let's read Isaiah 14:9 in the New King James. Hell from beneath is excited about you to meet you at your coming. Folks, that is a really bad statement for the majority of people who will choose this horrible place. Continuing, it stirs up the dead for you, all the chief ones of the earth. It has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nation. The Amplified Bible says they're the leaders of the earth. My friends, there have been many government leaders throughout the world that have done things to please the world, the flesh, and spit in God's face. They will not have a good ending unless they repent. Isaiah 14, chapter 14 in the Amplified Bible, verse 12. 
How you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, light bringer, son of the dawn. You have been cut down to the ground, you who have weakened the nations, king of Babylon, 13. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the assembly in the remote parts of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. 15. But in fact, you will be brought down to Sheol, or hell, to the remote recesses of the pit, the region of the dead. 16. Those who see you will gaze at you. They will consider you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms? 17. Who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew the cities. Folks, the devil rebelled and wanted to be the boss, and God took care of that in short order. But Adam and Eve gave him a short lease, but God had a plan. Let's read Matthew 1, 1. The record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son, descendant of David, the son, descendant of Adam. Friends, so Jesus came from Noah and a descendant of David and Abraham. God always has a plan. Matthew 1.18 in the Amplified Bible. Now the birth of Jesus was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child by the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Folks, a virgin, Mary, having a baby, first and last time for that. Verse 21, she will give birth to a son. You shall call the name of him Jesus, the Lord of salvation, for he will save his people from their sins. 22, all this happened in order to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet Isaiah. 23, behold, the virgin shall be with child and give birth to a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which, when translated, means God with us. So, friends, God in the flesh, Jesus. John 1.14 in the New King James Bible, The Word becomes flesh, and the Word, the Bible, became flesh, became Jesus, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So folks, next Jesus addressed religion and God's salvation plan at the same time. In John chapter 3 verses 5 and 7, he told a very religious Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, that you must be born again to enter the kingdom of God, which is heaven. Notice he didn't say, you decide how to get to heaven, or let your church tell you, Jesus told us. It is sad when people put religion before Jesus. And whether people want to admit it or not, if we put our church's beliefs before the Bible and what Jesus said, that is exactly what we are doing. Revelation chapter 3 suggests that may be a bad place to be. Romans chapter 10, New King James, verse 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Folks, God's desire is for all to be saved, but we have a choice. Two, for I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Friends, God says, 
We can have a zeal, and one translation says enthusiasm for God, but not according to knowledge. One translation says correct and vital knowledge. So we can have religious knowledge that is not correct. Let me say that again. We can have religious knowledge that is not correct. Verse 3, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. So folks, many seek to establish their own righteousness. We'll never do it. Only Jesus was righteous, and we have to receive his righteousness. Folks, this is where much persecution comes in these end times, telling the truth to a lost and dying world that Jesus is not a way, he's the only way. Verse 9 in the Amplified Bible of Romans 10, Because you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Friends, if we believe in our hearts, not our heads, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, part of that is believing his word that he is the only way. Otherwise, God would be a liar, and God cannot lie. Verse 10, For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is being made righteous, being free of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. Folks, it's believing in Jesus as Savior. We receive his righteousness and are freed from the guilt of sin, confessing our faith openly, our faith in Jesus, which confirms our salvation. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your simple plan of salvation that people complicate. We rebuke the blinders from the eyes of those that don't know Jesus and call forth the glorious light of the gospel to shine through to them, that they'll know your simple plan of salvation, and that was Jesus. And all they have to do is give their heart to him and confess him. So, Father, I thank you for it. We love you and praise you in Jesus' precious name. Folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.